Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Blessings to you and joy to the Lord because He is our strength. Joy to the world. Joy to all the boys and girls. Joy to every one of you because you serve a God who loves you deeply and understands you totally and will use you no matter what the situation is. Our Heavenly Father, thanks for another day to be on the radio, another day to speak into people's lives. Give us strength and power from above to be men and women of God. God, you have a plan for us. Oh, Lord, lead us, guide us, move us, I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, you know what? Sometimes we trivialize our weakness. I think that we should never trivialize the weakness we have in our life. I've been in ministry over 40 years, and I've watched incredible, powerful, great people fall from the thrones into ashes. Good men, articulate men. Brilliant man. This is this is a quote from Mike Murdoch, but exactly from myself too, because I've been a minister over forty years. I watched incredible, powerful, and great people that have fallen. A tiny weakness, like a small cancer, gets in and starts eating away. Whether it's greed, whether it's lust, whether it's lying, whether it's a lack of prayer or gossip, grew until that weakness became a raging inferno. The small puppy became a rabid monster. And that's a quote from Mike Murdoch, for I told you I was sharing out of this week, out of the Uncommon Leader book. And and I liked what he said. This book really touched my life this week. I'm going to use some devotions at it in my work and wherever I'm at, because I think there's some, uh, I think there's some phenomenal truths that happen. Because I tell you what, I and I would name names. You know the names of the, the major people in life that have been Christian that stumbled, that that had a fall. I don't need to bring them up. They don't need that brought up. And many of them have repented and their lives have been changed. Because remember, folks, never forget this. The Bible says we have all sinned and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. And that is every single one of us. So to just continue to hammer on someone's past sin is wrong. We should never hammer on someone's past sin. And if they've asked God to forgive them, God has forgiven them. And we need to forgive them. And that's true with your family. That's true with your maybe past relationships. Maybe some of you have had divorce in your life and this and that, and you can't get over how you've been treated. You need to get over that. The Word of God tells us that if we cannot forgive our brother, how can he forgive us? People, forgiveness is a key. And today I pray that in the name of Jesus that you forgive whoever you're holding out odds against. Maybe it's your former pastor. Maybe it's, you know, uh, uh, your best friend. Maybe it's your neighbor. It is time to forgive. You know, you see, when you're not victorious, sometimes you become miserable. The misery creates agitation. Agitation will cause you to lash out of those you love, destroying the very foundation of of your life. Have you ever lashed out at your spouse? Oh, I have. I've got something I got pushed and I she and, and I just lashed out and she's lashed out. We've done I think every couple probably has. We love each other wonderfully, but there's times that we get pushed. You know, I got one of these slow buttons. You can you can push me and push me and push me until you reach a point, then 
that's when I explode. I'm not someone who very rarely explodes over anything right away. I have to think on it and I have to get beat down on it. And uh, I don't like that at all. My dad was the same way. My dad was rarely ever angry in his life. But when it was, it was one of those things that built, 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 built. And then, then, he, then he would always ask forgiveness. Always. My dad was, as you well know, the gym. You see, when you're not victorious, sometimes we look back and said, well, I've just got weaknesses. Well, somebody, you know, is assigned to use those weaknesses against us. Remember the story of Samson, Delilah? Delilah was sent by Satan to destroy Samson. And the lords of the Philistines came up unto her and said unto her, entice him and see wherein his great strength lieth. And then we can get in and take care of him. We'll give you every one of us 1,100 pieces of silver. Judges 16, 5. Your weakness will bond you with the wrong people. Remember Samson Delilah. And that was the story. Chapter 16, verse 4 through 20. Of Judges, maybe you should read that, uh, Judges 16, 4 through 20. Your weakness will embrace and seize any friendship that permits it, allows it to exist and find it tolerable. Watch, be around, be careful who you're around. Avoid the very appearance of evil. My dad told me that over and over through life. Son, avoid the very appearance of evil. Your victory over your weakness will unlock victories for others. And this is true, even if you're unaware of your weaknesses. Your victory, finding victory. You can find victory. We all have weaknesses. I certainly have weaknesses. I need victory. I need God's hand. You know, overcoming weaknesses brings great rewards. Great rewards, and we have all eternity. Man, you read Revelation, you find out all about, uh, all about that in Revelation chapter 3. The lives and the future of those who uh, we love and those around us are waiting for us to overcome and triumph over our weaknesses. Your victory means victory for them, too. And David killed Goliath. You know, the entire nation of Israel changed seasons because of one man, one boy, saying yes to God, not fearing the enemy. Too many times we fear the enemy. And we will not fight. We will not stand up for truth. We're seeing that all now in this woke society over and over again. They're hammering down on Christianity. They're hammering down on anything that is godly. And people are giving in. I've talked to some Christian people who are kind of changing their tone, their philosophy. People, do not change. Do not give up your love for God. Do not give up your holiness. That's what the world wants. That's what Satan wants is for you not to be holy. He doesn't want you holy. He wants you to think you can live whatever way you want to live and you'll be okay. That's not the case. The Bible says he that overcometh shall inherit all things or Revelation 21 7. He that overcometh, he that make it through these issues. What do you do with your weakness? Well, your weakness should be confronted. When it first emerges at its early sign of exposure, when you know something's going on, confront it and say, I'm going to get through this. Few will confront their weakness, you know, with especially with something that will help them, like the Word of God. You know, the Bible in Psalms says, 
For a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereunto according to thy word. That what he's doing in Psalms 119.9. You know, your weakness does not necessarily have to confess to everybody. You don't have to go tell everybody your weakness. They don't need to know your weakness. So many times people want the world to know. You don't need the world to know. Jesus wants to know. And sometimes those you need to have hold you accountable need to know. But sometimes people, this, I'm just going to get it all out. I'm going to tell the world that I sinned this way. I was immoral with this person or that person. Or I went out on a drunken thing and did all these things. No. God knows and God will forgive but let your weakness build into strength. Give it to the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, Romans thirteen fourteen says, Make no room for the flesh, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Don't make provisions for the flesh. You know, I think of the story of Joseph. You know, and Joseph, what a life he had, being sold into slavery by his brothers. Can you imagine how poor he must have felt? But he trusted his God, and then God put him in a great place, in Potiphar's home, and then Potiphar's crazy wife, you know, just, you know, wanting to entice Joseph, and, and Joseph said no, and, and she set him up for failure. You know, and, and I tell you something, folks. There's a lot of people who will set you up for failure. The enemy is out to destroy you any way he can. And folks, we've got to stand our ground in defending truth. David stood his ground, and God blessed David. He went to prison for that. And then he got back out and, and became one of the leaders number two in the, in the whole land. And you know what happened, the forgiveness of his brothers, the, the whole great story of Joseph. If you haven't read the story of Joseph, go into Genesis, read the story of Joseph. It's amazing of a man that stood his ground. Oh, yes, he went through a lot. The Bible didn't say things are going to be easy. The Bible didn't say you're going to have a bed of roses your whole life. There's going to be some thorns along the way, but you're going to make it. You're going to make it. You may get poked by those thorns. Your feet may start bleeding Spiritually speaking, well, you know what? You bandage them up and you keep going. You keep going. But recognize your weaknesses. What is your weakness? Is it lust? Is it greed? Is it a bad attitude? Is it not serving? What is your weakness? Or thinking you're better than someone else? You know what? God will help you overcome that. And you'll be stronger because of it. You give it to him. You give it to him every day. You quote scripture. That's what I do. When I have a thought that comes to my mind that's not a good thought, I just try to quote scripture. I want God to remove those thoughts because they're going to come because the enemy is going to be after us our entire lives. We're not going to be free from the enemy. But the more you stay into his word, the more you stay in touch with him, the more you stay grounded in your church, the more you're around spiritual people, you know, the easier it's going to be for you. God wants you to grow your strength and destroy your weakness. You know, he says that in Romans 6, 11. But be alive through God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Be dead indeed, he says, unto sin. Be dead unto sin. People of God, he wants to use us. I want to be used by God. Do you? I hope so. You're dear people. 
Lord bless you. I hope your day is filled with great, great glory. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.